0: everyone and welcome to Nanayas Newsome, a place where we explore the intersection of spirituality and child psychology and how to use it with practical strategies to support the spiritual growth of our children and their overall well-being. So join me, your host Nanayas, every Thursday as we delve into these together. Thank you for not skipping, but rather listening and learning to understand the children in your lives. Before we start today's episode, I want to answer a question from one of our cherished listeners on the water element. Candace asked, what are some of the strategies and tools we can use to help our children and also help them develop critical thinking, positive skepticism, and the ability to weigh in on a situation? Thanks, Candace, for this question. It will help others also gain more clarity. Now, to answer the question. Helping children develop critical thinking, positive skepticism, and the ability to weigh in situations is essential for their intellectual and emotional growth. Here are some strategies and tools you can use. Number one, encourage questioning. Teach your children that it's okay to ask questions about the world around them. Encourage them to ask why and how. To stimulate curiosity and critical thinking. There are some children who love to ask why questions and others don't. Encourage those who don't and as parents or guidance, we shouldn't shut down those who ask lots of questions. This can lower their curiosity or prevent them from coming to us with questions. Such a situation slowly reduces communication between parents and children Because they know you won't answer them or you are just too busy to hear them out. As such, they'll prefer to take their curious minds elsewhere. And we wouldn't want that, would we? Would want our children to always come to us with their questions? This helps us to know how they are developing their minds and what is going on in their lives. Number two, active listening. Teach them the importance of active listening. When they encounter information or a situation, encourage them to listen carefully to what is being said and then ask follow up questions based on what they've heard. Sometimes, you can ask them to retell what they just heard to know if they were listening actively. Number three, model critical thinking. Demonstrate critical thinking in your own life. When making decisions or discussing current events, verbalize your thought process explaining how you weigh evidence, consider alternatives, and reach conclusions. This could be as easy as deciding on which brand of a particular product to buy when grocery shopping with them. You can explain how you weigh your evidence, consider your alternatives, and then reach a conclusion on which one to purchase. Number three, discuss current events. Engage your children in discussions about news and current events. Ask them what they think about a particular story or issue. Encourage them to consider different perspectives and form their own opinions. Number four, read widely. Encourage a diverse reading habit. Reading books, articles, and essays from various genres and viewpoints helps children develop a broader perspective and enhances their critical thinking skills. Number five, problem-solving activities. Engage your children in problem-solving activities or puzzles. Games that require strategy and critical thinking, such as chess or sudoku, can be beneficial. Number six, encourage creativity. Creativity and critical thinking often go hand in hand. Encourage your children to explore creative activities like arts, music, or writing, which can foster both creativity and analytical thinking. Seven, teach information literacy. In today's digital age, teach your children how to evaluate online information critically. Discuss the credibility of sources, fact checking, and identifying biases. Number eight, role play. Create scenarios where they can practice critical thinking. For example, you can set up a hypothetical situation and ask them how they would approach it, weighing the pros and cons. Debate and discussion. Encourage debate and discussion at home. Create a safe space where they can express their opinions and learn to defend their viewpoints logically. Number 10. Encourage problem solving. When your children face challenges or conflicts, guide them in finding solutions on their own. Avoid providing immediate answers, but rather ask open-ended questions that leads them to think critically. 11. Promote empathy. Help them consider the feelings and perspective of others encourage them to put themselves in someone else's shoes when analyzing situations or conflicts 12 media literacy teach them to critically analyze media including advertising and entertainment discuss how media can manipulate information and viewpoints that is very necessary 13 philosophical discussions Engage in philosophical discussions about abstract concepts or moral dilemmas. Encourage them to think critically about ethical issues. 14. Reflect on past decisions. Occasionally, reflect on past decisions they've made and discuss the outcomes. This helps them to learn from their own experiences and make better choices in the future. Remember that these skills take time to develop and it's essential to be patient and supportive. By incorporating these strategies and tools into your child's upbringing, you can help them become critical thinkers who approach situations with a balanced and thoughtful perspective. I believe these strategies we've discussed can help children develop critical thinking, positive skepticism, and develop the ability to weigh situations. Thank you, Candice, once again for the question. Now let's get into today's episode. In today's episode, we'll embark on a crucial journey to explore the fascinating realm of children's emotions. Over the next few minutes, we'll delve deep into how emotions impact our children's lives from their early years to adolescence and adulthood. Join me as we explore how emotions impact children the significance of emotional intelligence and ways parents can empower their children to lead fulfilling lives with robust mental health. Our goal is to equip you with the insights and tools to better understand your children's emotions and guide them toward fulfilling lives with excellent mental health. Emotions are vibrant colors that paint the canvas of our lives. They shape our experiences, perceptions, and interactions. From joy to anger, fear to love, children, just like adults, navigate a wide range of emotions. It's important to recognize that all emotions are valid and play a crucial role in their development. The four elements manifest in various forms and ways in this physical plane and influences us in the following ways. Earth. This represents animal instincts, grounding, and foundation. Thus, concerning emotions, the earth element can portray several emotions like depression or worry for its low vibrational state, and vitality, caring, nurturing, or happiness for its high vibrational state. Water. This represents emotion, intuition, and going with the flow of life. Therefore, concerning emotions, the water element can portray many emotions like profound grief, fear, Sadness for its low vibrational state, and joy, calmness, compassion, empathy, or contentment for its high vibrational state. Fire represents willpower, inner strength, and transformation through action. Thus, concerning emotions, the fire element can portray a number of emotions like anger, anxiety, or hostility for its low vibrational state, and passion. Love, courage, joy, vibrancy, or excitement for its high vibrational state. Air. This represents intellect, mental intention, and connection to the life force. Therefore, concerning emotions, the air element can portray several emotions like fear, restlessness, or aloofness for its low vibrational state, and love, curiosity, excitement, or willingness for its high vibrational state. Emotions are energy in motion. Therefore, every emotion we feel carries a surge of energy that impacts our lives. In every situation, we have a choice. We can either let our emotions control us or we can take control of our emotions. When we display high vibrational emotions or positive emotions, as others would say, it's like we catapult ourselves to the top of the highest mountain or even higher than that. The longer we stay in that emotion, the higher we rise in vibrations and frequencies. On the other hand, when we display low vibrational emotions, commonly referred to as negative emotions, it's like we are digging a pit and remaining in it. The longer we stay in that emotion, the more we dig deeper into the pit and bury ourselves. This makes the situation worse and would we'll have to do a lot of emotional and mental work to get ourselves out of it. In the early years, children often lack the ways to express their feelings verbally. Instead, they rely on actions and behaviors. Tantrums, for instance, can be a sign of frustration or inability to cope with overwhelming emotions. From the joy of discovering a new toy, to the frustration of not getting what they want, children experience a kaleidoscope of emotions. It's crucial for us as parents to grasp the impact of these emotions on their development. Similarly, it's essential to create a safe space for them to express themselves by letting their emotions while teaching healthy coping mechanisms. From experience, I've realized that having a calm talk with them letting them know you understand what they are feeling, and taking them through healthy coping mechanisms really helps. Some of the healthy coping mechanisms are taking them out of the environment that's triggering them, calming breathing exercises, counting from 1 to 10 before speaking, and giving them a soothing hug. Adolescence is a period of intense emotional exploration. Peer pressure, academic stress, and physical changes contributes to a roller coaster of feelings. As guidance, our role becomes that of an anchor. Listen actively, ask open-ended questions, and provide a non-judgmental space for them to share their emotions. By doing so, we help them build emotional intelligence, resilience, and self-awareness. Furthermore asking open-ended questions gives them the opportunity to express themselves and release any built-up emotions that they might have been suppressing. Giving them a listening ear also gives them the assurance that they have a safe space to air out their thoughts. Therefore, in situations when they don't feel like answering questions, just give them some time. Since they know they have a listening ear, they will come to you when they are ready to speak out. As our children transition into adulthood, their emotional landscape evolves too. They face challenges of identity, relationships, and career choices. Encourage open dialogues, but also respect their need for independence. By allowing them to make decisions and experience consequences, we empower them to develop emotional maturity and autonomy. Now let's discuss tools for parental guidance. Communication is key. Let us teach our children the language of emotions. Help them label what they are feeling, be it joy, frustration, or sadness. This helps them process their emotions and communicate effectively. Additionally, be a role model. Show them how to manage stress frustration, and conflicts in a healthy manner. Did you know that children's early experiences with emotions impacts their brain's architecture? Positive interactions, where emotions are acknowledged and managed, create strong neural pathways. Conversely, neglecting emotional needs can hinder healthy brain development. Be attuned to your child's emotions to lay a strong emotional foundation The foundation of understanding emotions starts with emotional literacy. Teaching your child to recognize and label their feelings empowers them to communicate their needs effectively. This applies to very young children or the little ones. Instead of dismissing their emotions, encourage them to express themselves and let them talk about how they are feeling so you can help them deal with it. This is not to make them explode their emotions, but to foster a safe environment for open dialogue. As parents, our task is to nurture their emotional intelligence by teaching them what the various emotions are when they display them. Furthermore, we can teach them empathy, self-awareness, and effective communication. Every emotional moment is an opportunity for growth. Instead of shielding your child from negative emotions, guide them through the experience. When they encounter frustration, help them problem solve. When they feel sad, listen actively. By doing so, you teach them resilience and coping mechanisms. As parents, also, our reactions shape our children's perception of emotions. When they witness us managing our feelings constructively they learn to do the same. Practice emotional regulation yourself. Take deep breaths during stressful moments, communicate your feelings, and find healthy ways to cope. Play and creativity are potent tools for emotional development, especially for young children. Engaging in imaginative play, storytelling, or art, allows children to express their emotions in a safe, non-judgmental space. These activities also provide a platform for discussing feelings, building trust, and offering guidance. You can incorporate this when reading bedtime stories to them. Tailoring Parenting Approaches. Each child is unique in their emotional temperament. Some children wear their hats on their sleeves while others may be more reserved. Tailor your approach to suit their personality. For the expressive child, encourage emotional sharing. For the introverted child, provide space and time to process their feelings. Sometimes this might be a bit difficult for parents as we have our own issues to deal with, but let's remember our children won't live with us forever. There will come a time when they have to leave their home and live on their own. So with the limited time we have with them, let's help them build a great emotional foundation in their early years. Just as we prioritize physical health, mental health is equally important. Teach your children the value of self-care, from getting enough sleep to eating well and engaging in activities they enjoy. Normalize conversations about mental health, ensuring they know it's okay to seek help when needed. The mind is a very powerful tool we possess and we should make sure it's in great shape to aid us in manifesting the life we want and also that our children grow up with great mental health. Witnessing your child grow emotionally is a rewarding journey. Celebrate their progress no matter how small, Encourage them to reflect on their emotional experiences, fostering a habit of self-awareness. Let them know that emotions are not obstacles but guides on their path to becoming resilient adults. I get great joy in watching my two fire element children grow emotionally. They know that emotions do not rule them but they have control over it. Aside from giving them compliments on being able to control their emotions and not go overboard, they get little rewards too. This encourages them to make more progress and grow more. Resilience is the ability to bounce back from challenges or setbacks. It's a skill that can be cultivated. Encourage them to see failures as opportunities for growth. Foster problem-solving skills and optimism. Create a routine that prioritizes self-care, physical activity, and mindfulness, which are pivotal in maintaining emotional balance. Engage in problem-solving discussions. Validate their efforts and help them develop a sense of mastery over difficulties. We should already know by now that Akra is very powerful. As such, we can't be manipulated by emotions. Emotions are energy moving through us. Therefore, you have the ability and the power to decide if you want a particular emotion to take over your life or if you'll be in charge of your life. This is when you decide to be responsible, act responsibly, or respond to your emotions and not react to them. Let us teach our children to know that emotions don't rule their lives, rather, they should take control of their emotions and not let them impact their lives negatively. Furthermore, let them understand that the longer they dwell on low vibrational emotions, the longer they impact their lives negatively. For instance, staying angry at someone or something for long periods increases anxiety, high blood pressure, and headaches. Other health issues crop up as a result of this. Some of the health issues of most people are as a result of carrying low vibrational emotions for more extended periods, but unfortunately, they are unaware of the root causes of their health issues. Therefore, teaching our children emotional resilience will help them bounce back quickly from any emotions that might weigh them down. By allowing them to experience and process their emotions, they will learn to manage them effectively leading to better mental health and emotional well-being. Since we already know each child is unique, what works for one might not work for the other. Pay attention to their individual temperaments and communication styles. Some children might be more expressive while others need time alone to process. We've already learned about the elements and the days of the week and how each influences us. Therefore, your attentive approach will help them feel understood and valued. Remember, seeking professional help is a sign of strength, not weakness. If you notice persistent emotional struggles or drastic changes in behavior, don't hesitate to consult a mental health professional. Early intervention can make a significant difference in your child's emotional well-being. As we conclude this insightful episode, remember that understanding your children's emotions is a continuous process. By embracing their feelings, actively listening, and providing guidance, you play a pivotal role in shaping their emotional landscape. Your support and guidance shape not only their emotional intelligence, but pave the way for them to lead fulfilling lives with strong mental health. By embracing their emotions, teaching emotional literacy, and fostering resilience, you provide them with tools for a fulfilling life. Thank you for joining me today, dear parents and guardians. Until next time, keep fostering emotional intelligence and nurturing the vibrant souls of your children. That's all for today, everyone. I believe I've left you with something to think about. So thanks for joining me on this journey as we explore practical strategies for nurturing the different personalities of the children in our lives. Until next week, thank you for listening and learning to understand the children in your lives. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and a question you have.